0: Southeast
1: Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good Morning Alan. Happy New Year to you too.
2: Can I just ask you before we even get into this, I mean, the Tuesday I reckon was the coldest day in this county for many, many is a long day. Yeah. None of us could get warm. Were ye all on the protest that day as well? And yeah. What was that yeah. day like? It must have been horrific.
1: It was, it was cold but then we have the barrels and, and uh, I suppose the goodwill cheers you up a bit and warms you up a bit as well with everybody that, that came down. Um. You know, as I said before, we're very lucky that the whole community have rallied around us and we have a shelter on uh, possibly the coldest spot in the whole of Ireland, which is the top of the bank, the entrance into Roslare Europort. Um, But we have a handy little shelter there now that's been built that we can actually turn away from the the wind um, that gives a bit of protection. And then we have the barrels lighten um, and then on the other side, um, what would have been the, the entrance into the kitchens of the Great Southern Hotel, yeah. um, the apparatus house is there, so we have that for people to pop in and out of. So there's two fires on that side, right. um, which is which is great for people.
2: Richard, you're very welcome. Um, you, I, I met you on one of the protests and had a, had a wee word with you. So you're going to look in at the actual protest and, and how it's evolving at the moment. So. What is the position with the protest?
0: Well, uh, the, I've never seen... I'm 65 years of age, Alan, and I've been living in Rosslare for the 65 years. And I've never seen people in Rosslare Harbour as united as they are with one aim to get a nursing home. And uh, the resilience and the people, the strength of the people uh, to go what they're going through at the moment, as you said, with the conditions and all like that, is unbelievable. The support we have from all the locality.
2: Is it being escalated,
0: or is it likely to be escalated? At the, Yes, uh, yes, will Just uh, straightforward. Yes to that. Uh, right. It will be escalated. We're, there, we're getting more support as this goes on, believe it or not. But we are. And right. where is that support coming from, Richard? From the locality, from different areas of the locality, beyond uh, even the Rother Harbour
2: area. Yes. Areas. Yeah, so
1: yes, I, yes. I suppose in terms like escalation can be uh, that word can be viewed in a few different ways. Yeah. When we say we're escalating things, um, I suppose that means that like you know the people on the gate are are making sure that Builders and and uh, suppliers of goods and everything else, do you know that that they're informed about what this is about and why we're asking them not to cross our picket line, and um, which has resulted in uh, builders not coming back on the site and people coming along and, and taking their materials off the site because they they don't want to no longer work on a site that's yeah. uh, that's they thought it was a nursing home that they were going in to build, um, and then it got changed. All in terms of escalation on our on our bigger United protest march. Um, they're like we're not out to, to cause anarchy or to you know to cause disruption as such we just want to highlight that the people in Rosler Harbour are here for a nursing home we're, we're fighting for our nursing home we have gone above and beyond um, in terms of welcoming, welcoming people into our area yeah and those people um, are are just part of the community we don't we don't view them as any different than me or richard who who were born and bred here um, so you know it's a, it's this fight is as much for them and what they can get from the area as it is from 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 us and what we can get from the area so you know anyone that we invite on to our protests um, we hope that they're coming for the right reasons it's it's to show Um, in terms of numbers how much support we have that everyone is there for the one goal Rossler Harbour has no services left we have um, one it's down to one creche now in between Rossler Harbour and Kilran because uh, one of the privately owned uh, preschools closed down just before Christmas we have a chemist a uh, supermarket we have three fast food restaurants two pubs one hotel which is operating its bar and restaurant but it's uh, housing Ukrainian um, candidates and then the other hotel in the area is housing Ukrainians as well there's, I think, two operating B&Bs right. between Rosser Harbour and Kilran. It's, do you know, it, there's, there's actually nothing there for people. Um, and when I, you
2: call it out like that, I mean, you can understand where you're coming from. When, mm. th- when you describe it like you, you and, and then Richard, you've had the eyes of the, of the media nationally on Rossler again yep. this week with the, 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 those poor people that were found in the refrigerated yep. truck. And again, when you hear stories like that, uh, uh, the focus comes in on Rosser Harbour. What did you make of that particular scenario?
0: yeah but the support to, to refugees in Rosslare harbour has as you know Alan, has been very good uh, thing and at this stage we have two, centres Air, have two i pass yeah. centers in rosslare two two at the moment and like that's that uh, what we've led to believe they're going to be extended so the supports are not there in rosslare harbour right. to cope with what the, the volume of people is coming into it.
1: All right. Um, we were sorry, we were just we were very lucky yesterday to meet uh, people from a production team um from Virgin Media and they were like utterly shocked when we brought them around the village yesterday at what we don't have something as simple as um one of the the men who was down with us yesterday he he said to me and you know a library do you, you know if what happens to these people who are go, who are proposed to be living here in these conditions four to a room some some maybe five to a room where do they go on a wet day? Like, you're talking about the, the weather conditions and we standing out. They have nothing to do in, in that building. And he said, what about a library? Is there a library in the area? I said, if they could catch one of the buses into town to, to Wexford Library. Mm. There's absolutely nothing to stimulate anybody's mental health in the yeah. area other than to go for a walk. You know, it's... It's um, yeah. it's just... it's It's quite scary, really. And, you know, I just want to reiterate, this is about... Um, doing what's right for everybody in the situation, what's right, right for the, the locality, what's right for the people who are proposed to be put in IPAS centres. Um, it's just it. the system is completely flawed and it needs to be looked at by our government and our government need to start to listen to us.
2: I want to bring in the other members of uh, the, the group here with me as well, so I'm going to let you, Richard and Eve, step back and I'll just uh, bring in uh, Angela and Mary, but I'll come to you now, Bernie Mullen, um, who you wanted to update us, and six of you have arrived in, and you've all got very busy, busy lives. I'm looking at you, you look extremely tired, Um, you all look very tired actually, and all look worn out from all of this. Where are we at now, Bernie, in your eyes?
3: Well, at day 58, Alan, as you said, and uh, yeah, we are all tired, and it is very cold out there. I'm on again this evening, as the girls are, as any of us will Mm. be. Richard, in particular, is on the picket every single morning. <clears throat> every single day give them away for a beep and then I'm on the evening I left some cake in last night by the way very when early. I was passing by <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah you, you know Alan you have to laugh you'll cry um, <clears throat> yesterday was a very positive day we had Virgin Media News we had BBC Radio 4 I was quite intrigued with what they're doing with that story it's lovely they're, mm. they're taking a very good overview of Europe as a whole and I really just like what they're doing, so we, we got quite involved with them. But to, it's a sad walk around our village when you take visitors like that. It's a sad walk around there to, to see what we had and what we don't have and what we certainly will be taken away from us, which is our nursing home. Um, Well, no, certainly... Will be tried to take away from Mrs. Nursing Home. So yeah, it's a sad little walk around my little village. You know, uh, as Richard said, I'm 65 years living there too, and you always have great hopes and aspirations. I feel I was asked yesterday by one of the the journalists. Um, he said, "And so, what do you think about the this, the really awful scenario?" Gerard Carthy was involved with it. Actually, Gerard's on our committee, you know, and he was involved as a medic with the the people coming in. And I was saying, you know, my God, how were they? They were actually not so bad. It's amazing. It's a miracle that they were in any kind of health at all coming in. Horrific. They must be so desperate, Alan, to do something like that. But they're being trafficked. You know, they thought they were coming to the UK. They ended up in Ireland. You know, it's it's just trafficking, which is, by the way, which is what's happening anyway with the people that are being trafficked by developers. We've said that before. You know, this is what's going on. We feel for the people. I know I personally have been called a racist, so have our committee. I ignore it because I know in my heart what, what's right and what's wrong.
2: Day 58 of the protest at Rosslare Harbour. We have a number of people from within the area who have travelled up despite their incredibly busy lifetimes uh, to, to be with us. Pat is in Killinac and he says maybe it's time for the people of Rosslare to do a protest outside Dallair and maybe bring two busloads or more. Have you thought about that uh, uh, Elaine, have you?
4: Yeah, there has been discussions about that Alan but um, uh, we want to keep it more local at the moment and We will maybe visit that in a a future date. But also, um, it's very hard to get close to Dallairn at the moment So they have uh, blockades blocking people from getting there. Right, but you know. it is
2: something that you are thinking about. Or yeah, been thinking it has about. something
4: that we we have been thinking about.
2: As I was talking to Sinn Fein deputy Johnny Mythen, and, and he lent his support once again to you. Mm. And to be fair to him, he's been on the protest. You were nodding when I mentioned about the whole area of the power, the power of the people in power, yeah. and the people elected by the people of Wexford. Um, do you feel they need to be doing a lot more?
4: Oh yeah, Alan. Sure, they need to support the people who put them put them in their jobs, in their positions. And he said. Um, he mentioned there the word democracy and I would say that the word in democracy, the word democracy in Ireland is non-existent because our government and people in places of power do not listen to the people on the ground.
2: That's strong stuff now.
4: Yeah, they don't listen to us one bit and there's a problem now across the whole of Ireland that they have is that the people of Ireland are starting to rise up. They're waking up and they're seeing that their government are not listen to them not one bit and they're not doing what's in our best interests, the citizens of Ireland the people who are already here and they're actually not doing what's in the best interest for Ireland the country itself that's how we feel on the ground
2: mm. You feel abandoned?
4: Yeah, I'd say I'm so I'm not putting
2: words in your mouth I'm just trying no. to get a handle on this Yeah. No,
4: I would feel abandoned I would feel the people who I went out and voted for aren't doing what's in my best interest in my community's best interests, in my children's best interests for their future mm. they're not doing anything they're not listening to us. How, how far do you have to go to be listening? To be listened to? Like, you know, there's people across Ireland burning buildings and doing other things like that because their government aren't listening to them. Why, are, why, would, why would you let it get to that extent? Why don't you come and engage with the people?
2: Are you they know, not engaging with you?
4: Well, we were, it was told on RTÉ radio that they had been engaged with us, that they'd sent a team to talk to us. Nobody came and talked to us. That was an outrageous lie.
2: And who are they?
4: Uh, well, it was Roderick O'Gorman's right-hand man, Joe O'Brien. He said it straight to Bernie and Jer on Katie Hannan. And he said there was an engagement team. And he's, he reiterated it twice. So he lied twice, bareface lied on National Broadcaster. But we're used to that from National Broadcaster, Henry, because they're kind of biased.
2: Now, they are your views, and you can understand I have to distance know, myself no. and the radio station from what you've just said there. But mm. we will invite Minister O'Brien to, to. And we'll go back to him with your comments, which are extremely strong comments. You. Um, Uh, It's Angela, isn't it? Mary, Mary, sorry, I've got so many people in studio. Mary, you want to talk about development.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And our question to the developers who have come into Rosslare Harbour and bought up a lot of the property around. We would like to know what you have actually given to the harbour, what you have invested in the harbour, um, you know, to help along with employment, to put money into the area. Are you planning on doing that? Are you going to meet up with us to come up with some ideas for something that could give employment to the harbour? We know that the money they get for these IPASS centres is absolutely humongous and they get it very quickly. If they engage with us to do maybe something else with the site, they wouldn't get the money as quick, but there are plenty of ideas that could be put into place to earn money for them without going the IPASS route. We would like these developers to meet up with us. They don't set foot in Rosslare or very seldom set foot in Rosslare. They don't live near the area. So they're actually coming into the village, taking over and giving nothing back to the village. We want to talk to them. Is there other ideas, another way we could go about it? Yeah. Engage with them. We're willing to listen. We're willing to work with them. But would they be willing to come into t- yeah. you know to come and talk to us? That's what we would like. Now,
2: many people listening will believe that that's a, a rational plea that you've made today. In other words, you 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 know that there are business people. You're offering them an alternative to what has been talked about at the moment, yeah. but you would like to engage with them.
5: Absolutely, one hundred percent. We've been even in talks with one of the builders or one of the developers to try yeah. and speak to them. We're waiting for him to come back to us like we do know at the end of the day they're in this for the money and the money that they get is just ridiculous it's hideous it's just disgusting
6: and that's a
4: government uh, problem the government set it up that way they have it that way why are they doing it that way why are they paying them so much money to bring in these people and if they can pay that much money to bring in people and house people why can't they house their homeless and if there's such a housing crisis out there why are you bringing in millions more people when you can't build the houses for the tons and thousands of people that were already in living in Ireland, why are you bringing in more? Why are you making it worse? So hopefully we could try and engage with the developers? What well, well, you
2: just said, Elaine, I get that sent in about seven or eight times yeah. a day to me on this particular programme. I, 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 I don't have the answers cause, for it. Because
4: why? Because we have cop on and we can see the one and one makes two. Why can't the government? Because they're right in fairyland.
2: Well, because they're possibly also under pressure to provide more accommodation for people from other countries.
5: Yeah, but the thing is, like, how many do you have to take, Alan? We're within the EU. There is a knocked-out clause for us, as far as I'm aware. We've been told they're bringing people in and putting them in tents. Where there's four, there was a report the other day that there's five thousand adults and four thousand Irish children, homeless. It just doesn't make sense. So at least if we could talk to these guys, maybe come up with another solution Hmm. that would give advantage to Ross Lair, bring money into the community. We're there to talk if they come and talk to us.
2: I'm a long time doing this job and I can sense in this room this morning, in this studio, the sheer frustration from all of you. Hmm. Ordinary people of Wexford.
5: Frustration, Hmm. upset. I mean, I've lived in the village all my life as well. Twenty yeah. years ago, was it all the hotels then there were full? Yeah. A tourist resort, more or less. Uh, and and now I, they can't again, to bed.
2: again, I am in a position that I've, I've been down with Sean Boyce right from the start. You are not, as you say, in any way racist, and I, I oh, mean, no. on the basis of what I've dealt yes. with early on, like. I I met people coming in from Ukraine and other, uh, and I've spoken to people in the IPAS centres. So I know that the warmth and welcome that you have given is there, but you're you're at breaking point. Yes, Mm -hmm.
3: absolutely. And I just uh, say on on that point, Alan. Again, one of the journalists said yesterday. So do you feel uh, what do you feel of the narrative that Ireland is full? And I I quite surprised him by saying I don't believe Ireland is full, and I don't believe Ireland is full. I believe Rosslare Harbour is very full but i do not believe ireland is full in that respect i think that ireland is not ready and not capable and there hasn't been enough attention paid by the government to this steam train that's been coming down the line mm. for three years and it's oh yeah we look at that we look at and we don't so actually i'll make the statement and i'd say ireland is not full but it's incompetence mm. that's dealing with it and there's people being trafficked and ferried and we're standing in the cold fighting for a nursing home for our old
6: people hello
2: Okay, look, I have, to, I have to wrap it up. I want Angela, you've you decided to come back to Roslare, Yes,
6: I came back to Roslare in 2014, to a, a village which I knew was, the, the Derek building of the hotel was there, it didn't look great. However, it was a community that really brought me into it, and I knew that Ireland was going to be on the up at some point. It had had the crash, etc. So, it was a good time to come back. Just My mother lives in the area, she's 96, and it was to be close to her, and the community that we experienced when we came home, we'd walk down the street and everyone would nod their head, say hello in the shop, you'd have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So it was a fantastic community to be in. And then the word came up that a nursing home was going to be where the old hotel was. I thought, fantastic, wonderful. It's going to give local jobs. It'll just be not... Um, Somewhere to see the 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 view out for the patients or the people that are in the homes, fantastic. Even for the community to get involved with them, and then it all just turned into sixpence, and it just seems to have been a kick in the teeth to the community that they didn't consult right. with anybody. Do you
2: now regret the decision you made? I
6: don't regret coming down home because I I actually. The welcome I had in the community, I am just really feel I'm part of that community yeah. now and I, I feel it's mine now okay. and I need to fight for it just for everybody else to get the nursing home. Thank you. Say, you. Say yeah, start,
4: sorry. Uh, just one more thing, Alan. In saying that as well, um, we also feel duped Because when we saw these plans for this nursing home, it looked fabulous. And the plans and everything about the nursing home and the building itself looked great for the area and all. And of course, when everyone heard the nursing home was going in there, no one was going to put in any objections to the planning, were they? No, because this was going to be fantastic for the area. Everyone thought this was going to be great. So we feel duped in that way, sense as well.
2: I have to wrap it. Uh, you just want to make a very important point, Niamh, to round it off. And this is by way of the development within the So, uh, And this is a very crucial point. So I'll let you make this point.
1: Yeah. So again, I just want to reiterate that uh, we are a, p- a peaceful protest group. Um, this is about saving a nursing home in Russell Harbour. We don't align ourselves with anything far right or racist, negative, um, uh, you know abusive behavior that just it is not tolerated by anybody in Roster harbor uh, we've a great relationship with Angarda and um it's they're only a phone call away if anybody was to come down and say the wrong thing or anyone was to feel intimidated we can ring them straight away yeah. so if anybody is is wanting to come down and join into our protest um our united peaceful protest right. on Saturday um they can, are more than welcome to do so, but know that we will not tolerate and, any. And the time of arising. that protest on Saturday is well? Um, 12 pm. 12 pm. Yeah.
2: Have to leave it, lads. And Thank you for joining me in studio. Thank you, Thank you for
1: all Thank you. your coverage. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, Salem.
5: Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.